the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there, I hope you've had a decent enough week. This is Marty Miller here and we're taking a look back at the week that was April 4th until April 9th in music history. This was the week that in 1979 we got Duran Duran's live debut without Simon What's-His-Face because it was before him. In 1994 this week... Kurt Cobain checked out, and in 1965 we hear the Beach Boys working hard. Well, scratch that. We hear Brian working hard on behalf of the Beach Boys. 1970s, where we'll start this week on our look back. Crosby Stills, Nash & Young, number one on the album chart with the brilliant Deja Vu. This was the first album which saw Neil joining Crosby, Stills and Nash, but there was old history, wasn't there? Neil had begun to establish himself as a solo artist, but the chance to team up with his old Buffalo Springfield partner was too tempting to resist. Oh, I thought it'd be cool to play with Stephen again, and the other guys were great singers and had their own songs and everything, but I... I really felt like I had some unfinished stuff with Stephen and we play together and, we, you know, we needed to do more of that. Warning, I'm about to talk Eurovision. I can't stand Eurovision. But you know what? It's just nice to hear Larry Gogan's voice here. 1981 this week, Bucks Fizz won the Eurovision Song Contest. It was held in Dublin at our very own RDS. Uh, the UK won with Making Your Mind Up. The group was specially formed for the Eurovision Song Contest and consists of Jay Aston, Cheryl Baker, Poppy G and Michael Nolan. Michael is one of five brothers born in Dublin. His mother comes from Cork. Cheryl has an Irish grandmother. Pre Simon, 1979 this week, Duran Duran made their live debut at a lecture theatre in Birmingham Polytechnic. This week back in 1984, Marvin Gaye's funeral took place in Los Angeles. They came to say goodbye to a Prince of Soul, Marvin Gaye, a singer who died before his time. Behind the casket bearing him came his mother, her situation all the more tragic because it's her husband who's accused of killing their son. 1965, the Beach Boys are in a recording studio in Hollywood working on California Girls. They record 44 takes of the backing tracks, or at least the wrecking crew session musicians do. Then, Brian Wilson was happy with the results. Until they actually two, the two intro bars then hit it with Hal. 1968, Pink Floyd announced that founder member Sid Barrett had officially left the group. Here's David Gilmore. In my memory, there wasn't much discussion of what one could do for Sid in that way. But in the flat that he lived in, at around that time at Edgerton Court, all of the, the old friends of ours that discussion did go on quite a lot. More Pink Floyd stuff, this time from 1987, when Roger Waters' lawyers issued a statement that Roger believed himself to be the creative force behind Pink Floyd. Therefore, anybody else using the name Pink Floyd would be problematic for him. He did not win. But in hindsight, he looked back on that whole thing. Well, there's a famous occasion when I was in Cincinnati and I was playing in a, like a three or 4,000 capacity arena to about 1,000 people. And the very next day, the chaps were playing to a sold-out show of 70,000 people in the Colts football stadium. You mean with the chaps being Pink Floyd? Yeah, and yeah. I remember As at the time... Um, gotcha, that must have hurt. 
No, I remember at the time, standing on stage and thinking to myself, you know what? This is character forming. This is not the worst thing in the world. This week back in 1981, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band kicked off their first full-scale tour outside of North America. It started in Germany and would take in 10 countries. From that tour, Fighting the Law in London. This week back in 1998, George Michael was in trouble, or George Michaels, depending on who you believe. Beverly Hills police officers arrested the singer known as George Michaels. Mr. Michaels was arrested for a violation of 647A of the penal code, engaging in a lewd act. Ah, money. It can't buy you everything. For example, taste. John Lennon brought his Rolls Royce to the coach builders J.P. Fallon in Surrey to see about having his car painted in psychedelic colours. From front bumper to back, it's been beautifully adorned after the manner of Romany art. The decoration cost £1,000. And as it's John Lennon's car, nobody can imagine what it may fetch if auctioned in years to come. So poignant that the Pathé News reporter would use the word imagine while saying if the car was to go for auction in future years, which of course it did. 1994, Gary Smith was called around to Kurt Cobain's house because he'd been scheduled to put in a new alarm security system. It was then that he spotted Kurt Cobain's body lying on the floor. This morning, an electrician went to Cobain's suburban Seattle home to do some work, looked in a window over the garage and saw a body. It was obvious this man is dead from a shotgun wound to the head. Now, there was a suicide note left inside the, the house. 28 years gone this week. And that is a look at the week that was in music history. There's more all of the time, daily, when we look at the day in music history on the radio and on Nova.ie. But for now, thank you for checking out our podcast. My name is Marty Miller. Have yourself a great week.